Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Oh, hit it shot. Oh, baby, what a play. This is Jeff Fedone with Believe in Chiefs on the Believe Network, Kansas City's number one sports podcast network. The only place with a show for every team in KC and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? On this week's show, we're, of course, discussing the NFL draft in Kansas City. Uh, we're always joined by former Kansas City Chiefs offensive lineman Joe Valerio, the guy who's caught touchdowns from Joe Montana, caught more touchdown passes than any offensive lineman in the history of the game via the tackle-eligible plays. Um, he's going to try and join us a little bit uh, later in the telecast, excuse me, later in the podcast. It's a bit of a crazy week for everybody with the draft in Kansas City. I'm going to be on the ground there in Kansas City, um, not only at the draft experience, but at the press conferences, which will be at the West End adjoining the Crown Center. So we'll have a lot from this. Um, I've actually done a lot of reporting about the facility itself, and it's, it's really interesting for all the fans out there who are going to try and go. <laughs> it, it's going to be quite the event. It's literally the biggest draft space ever uh 3.1 million square feet and that's a million more than any than either the last two drafts in cleveland and uh las vegas uh so really exciting times you're expecting about estimates have about three hundred thousand people could be more it's kind of weather dependent um and it they also think that it it's gonna make Initial estimates like a hundred million um, for Kansas City, and it's really a boon for Kansas City. Not only does it promote the, the city, and it, it's really mostly profit because the the NFL actually fits the bill for the actual infrastructure, and the infrastructure is really cool. Um, again, it's three point one million square feet, not only the biggest kind of footprint, um, but also the biggest draft theater, which is going to be right in front of Union Station, which is really cool. Union Station is, of course, known for those three main windows in front. Those are going to have TV screens. There's more TV screens at this draft than ever before. Um, they've also got two like IMAX size screens uh, that that are going to be really cool for the first time ever so more tv screens biggest theater structure most square footage man this is going to be uh, a really big event could reach six hundred thousand as a record the nashville tennessee draft in 2019 then of course um the pandemic hit you had a virtual draft and they've slowly been getting back cleveland post in 2021 their numbers as far as attendance and also uh revenues generated weren't uh Quite as big because we're just coming out of the pandemic. Uh, and then la- last year was in Las Vegas, a little different setup. There's a little bit more space here in Kansas City because they've incorporated not only Union Station, but the adjoining World War II um, Museum and Liberty Memorial there. A lot of dry numbers there, I know. Um, but hey, this is from a guy who works at Forbes, obviously. Uh, but I know most of you guys just want to hear rather than information about the draft setup we're going to talk some brett veach had some really fascinating things to say 
uh, during his pre-draft press conference. So we'll get into that in one second. But first, betonline.ag is your number one source for all your basketball info, stats, news, and scores. Get the latest odds and lines, including the latest player reports for this year's pro basketball playoffs. Bet online is always your sports information headquarters this season as we have you covered for all your sports wagering needs, basketball, MLB, NHL, hockey, right to UFC and boxing. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games you can play right from your home. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Be sure to use our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. And of course, um, you can bet on all kinds of draft uh, props, all kinds of cool stuff. What will be interesting is if one thinks the Chiefs will draft where they should, where they're currently slotted at 31st overall. That's Again, normally the Super Bowl champion would pick at 32 overall. But the um, the Dolphins forfeited a pick because of the whole Tom Brady tampering thing. So only 31 picks this year in the NFL draft. You know, uh, Brett Veach had a very re- revealing press conference uh, for the draft. Uh, you know, he I was surprised. These guys reveal so little. He was so candid. I was really surprised how much he was. Maybe it's because he has the ultimate job security. He even wore to this press conference, um, he wore a T-shirt of a a drawing that his son had done. You know, usually these guys wear uh, ties all the way tied up, you know, very formal or at least, uh, you know, team attire. But, you know, when you've won two Super Bowls uh, and been to so many consecutive, uh, been to five consecutive AFC championship games, I guess, uh, your job security is is pretty good, um, and so it could be very revealing. And one of the things that he was asked about, if you're trying to going back to our sponsor, Bet Online, you're trying to prognosticate what they're going to do. You know, uh, there was some joking previously in in the past year that Clark Hunt wouldn't allow the Chiefs to trade out of the first round, um, which they've done frequently. Um, in the Brad Veach era, but he said, no, he maybe this was some gamesmanship. He said, no, that's very much on the table. In fact, Veach said fans might like that because it makes would make Friday day two of the draft with the second and third rounds even more exciting. Uh, but what I th- found was really interesting is he talked about what the Chiefs uh, front office is doing this week. Um, and a lot of it is spent calling the other teams that are about maybe 10 to 12 selections away to get a sense of what they want to do. Uh, they don't mention specific names, but that way they just know, okay, this team ahead of us wants to trade back. This team ahead of us wants to stay on pat. This team ahead of us wants to move up. I, and a lot of it is what they're doing is they're trying to find out what chart they're using. Um, Jimmy Johnson was one of the ones who, um, you know, he was so great at handling the draft and he had a chart that basically um worked out the numbers you know if you trade 31st for this pick and how many picks what does that equal to um and, and but each team apparently there's several of these and each team has a little bit different one um so that's one of the important things to just call it around to see what 
kind of chart they're using so they get a sense of what kind of compensation they'll need and who wants to move up or who who moves down. Now, when making these phone calls, though, Brett Veach um, said he doesn't actually have to name which prospect uh, they're going after. So it's pretty cool that they can do that. Um, uh, but again, they don't have to reveal everything. They just get a sense of where teams are at. Uh, he also talked about, I thought this was fascinating, uh, the, the Chiefs front office and other teams, I'm sure, are the same way, look at mock drafts. Um, it helps get an idea of what other teams are doing. Um, so it's, it's funny. I always thought that was just for, you know, the fans out there, but the Chiefs look at them. But again, this week is really spent kind of, um, they've already pretty much got their board in place. You're just seeing where other teams are at. Um, to give you a sense that, that you know, that, this is actually most of the work has been done already. Um, I'm actually supposed to talk to Andy Reid. I'm very excited about this one-on-one -on -one interview um, on Wednesday uh, afternoon. And obviously that's not something that that he would make available um, if, if they were super busy, as you might think, the day before the draft. But much of the work has been done. This is a really cool opportunity I'm excited about, you know, you, whenever you talk to Andy Reid, it's in a press conference situation where you're lucky to get in a question or two. Um, so to have some time with it. And, and it's actually for a company called Airshare. That's a um, private charter uh, airline company Patrick Mahomes endorses and the Chiefs use to go to various um, locations. They can use it to go to the combine, owners meetings. Uh, so that basically it's uh, talking about that, but I'm going to ask him some general questions but again, this gives you a sense. He's talking to me for as, as a Forbes writer, so we'll talk about that. I have some other questions about the team. Um, I'm interested to ask him what, what he's going to do to to fight complacency this year. Uh, after you know, last year they were really they had such a chip on their shoulder. Whether you know, I think a lot of it was kind of imagined. Most people would never consider a Pat Mahomes led team an underdog, but with all the build up from the AFC West teams, the other AFC West teams, you know, they really, they, they embrace this as, as a motivating factor throughout the year. So how now that they've been so successful, uh, two Super Bowl wins in, in four years and three Super Bowl appearances total, how do they, they stay uh, motivated? I'm also curious if Andy Reid, uh, you know, now that he's able to reflect on things a little bit, what do you thinks of that that Super Bowl win? It's like you couldn't have scripted it any better. Him going against the Eagles, his former team, uh, and also, you know, the whole Kelsey, <laughs> the Kelseys facing off each other, who both of them played with Andy Reid. So I'm I'm hopeful hopeful that he can expound a little bit um, on that. Uh, another thing I wanted to talk about with uh, Brett Veach that he he was really interesting on was um, he. He, he said that, like, he talked about the pre-draft visits. Uh, and often he said there, there's a couple of reasons for these pre-draft visits. Uh, they either use it on, on guys who weren't at the Combine. and Because the Combine, again, started as a place to just get all the medical information. So they usually use it for guys who weren't at the Combine so that they, but they still kind of like so that they can get, so that the Chiefs doctors can look at them. Or they they look, use it use it mainly for guys whose tape they really love, but for some reason, 
their workouts or their interview at the combine didn't just quite live up to that. And I couldn't believe that Brett Veach was actually uh, willing to give an example of this. Uh, Jalen Watson, the cornerback, uh, they loved the tape on him, but he didn't do well at the combine as, as well as they thought. Now, Veach didn't specify whether this was workout-related or interview-related. Um, but, you know, the Chiefs brought him in a second time, loved him, obviously. Um, and he was so good as a rookie, he's one of the real bright spots. Uh, it, it's interesting, actually, to see what the, the Chiefs do. Uh, talking about Jalen Watson, one of the strengths of this draft is the cornerback depth. But they, the Chiefs have great cornerback depth with all the rookies that they that they played last year. Um, you would think that's not a place where they need to go at all. Um, they did lose at the safety position. They did lose Juan Thornhill, but he was just, you know, he was up and down, had some injuries. And Brian Cook seems poised to take his place. And they also added Mike Edwards, uh, who they really liked, and they had some connections on the coaching staff. The former linebacker coach had a college uh, connection with him. But with so many guys, so many rookies back there, Josh Williams, Jalen Watson, Watson I just mentioned, and also Trent McDuffie, who looked so promising in the rookie season, that doesn't seem like an area they would target. This is Daniel Jeremiah called it the best tight end draft in 10 years. And that is an area I could see the Chiefs looking. Um, players throughout, we know Travis Kelsey is is getting up there in age, so maybe this is the draft that they look for his uh, replacement. Uh, speaking of Kelsey, uh, I'm also excited this week. Uh, probably going to be talking to him. The Kelsey Jam is happening. So for Chiefs fans who might not be um, at the draft all days or, or, or looking for another activity, or maybe if you're more musically inclined, the Kelsey Jam is taking place in Bonner Springs. Um, it What a cool opportunity. He actually has something going on with some really big names. Machine Gun Kelly, Tech 9 are doing that. Kind of the idea was he got this from uh, Gronk, who had another um, – he, he's had a lot of Super Bowl parties and things like that. Kelsey's following uh, <laughs> that method. And, boy, Kelsey's really got something uh, going here. Talking about an off-season, Saturday Night Live. His podcast is 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 doing exceptionally well. And now he's, he's hosting this uh, – uh, the – Kelsey Jam Fest. Uh, so really cool that he's doing all this. Um, and again, what I'm curious to see is he's he's so focused on his craft and stuff. You do worry a little bit about, you know, I know this is the offseason, but you do worry about his uh, focus a little bit with, um, with all this. But uh, it's very cool what he's doing that he was able to organize this. And they see this as something that is going to continue um, – to have Kelsey jams in at NFL tentpole uh, events, either like the draft, not just even when it's not in Kansas City, or maybe at the Super Bowl. Of course, the Chiefs hope to be playing in it. If that's the case, there won't be a Kelsey jam. But look for more of the. It's almost sold out already, um, as of uh, two days before. Um, so look for even uh, more events, more Kelsey jams. If you can't make this one, you might have to go out of town. Um, 
But if you can't make this one at the Azura Amphitheater, there will be uh, other ones uh, probably probably uh, attend. One of the neat things about Draft Week, not only am I looking forward to just the draft experience, interviewing some of the prospects, and seeing Union Station which looks really cool. Um, I, I'm sure you'll see more. There's already social media components. I mentioned all the TV screens. The the, the three main windows look really cool. That's kind of what Union Station is known for. And there's like little TV screens on them. So uh, uh, very cool stuff. But also there's so many cool events. It's really the NFL capital of the world uh, for the week. And, you know, I've spoken to city officials uh, at the Sports Commission who said this is really the biggest event in in Kansas City sports history. Might change with the World Cup. Uh, so very cool event, but there's and there's stuff going on all week. I'm actually going to talk to uh, Isaiah Pacheco uh, on Thursday before the draft. He and Derek Johnson, the former linebacker, are meeting with the veterans on behalf of USAA. Uh, they're having Joe's barbecue with them and doing a little chalk talk. So I'm going to ask him about that experience and also, uh, you know, to find out what he's doing this uh, offseason. I'll this will all be in uh, Forbes.com to check out, and of course, I'll talk about it here uh, on the pod. So, you know, it's it's really the center of the football universe for this week. All kinds of people uh, descending uh, there. And again, we expect more than, you know, the, the ballpark number is about 300,000. Uh, I'm curious for anyone who's attending the draft. I've, I've gone twice before when it was in Chicago. Before that, it was always in New York. In Chicago, how it it was that when you're actually um, when you're actually at the draft theater, you couldn't you couldn't actually watch the draft itself. They had just um, footage like highlight footage in between the picks. So I didn't think it was the best event to attend as a fan to actually watch the draft. I think what I don't know if it's going to change for this one. It'll be interesting to see. I do think what's a real perk is the NFL experience. I think that's that's what you uh, want to watch. A lot of it, it's the same thing they kind of have at the Super Bowl, and nobody can put on an event like the NFL for for all its its warts and all its issues. They really know how to put on uh, a, a party, and uh, or I should say more an event. All the things are like interactive events. You know, you you can do things like the pros. You can they'll have all these things where you, you your forty time. You can uh, put on pads. You can throw a football through. You know, you can run through a gauntlet. All these kind of like actual football drills. It's really cool. So that's the part I would encourage fans to go to. Uh, parking is going to be hard to come by. I'm already trying to plan my route. Um, but the we do have. Uh, they do have a lot of options there. I would go to visitgc.com to check all those out for any uh, fans going to uh, to the game, excuse me, going to the event. Uh, and again, I'm pretty confident with uh, with what the Chiefs are going to do with uh, Brett, v- Brett Veach at the helm. I think we all know that uh, the, the two major holes right now, wide receiver um, and Offensive line, getting a, a right right tackle. We think that Juwan Taylor is probably going to play a left tackle. During that same press conference, uh, Brett Veach said that Juwan Taylor, though, has the capability. Um, you know, he was a right tackle his whole career in Jacksonville. They think he has the skill set to play left. 
But if they draft a guy who they think is better at left, you know, he has positional versatility to go back to right. And Andy Heck, the offensive line coach, one of his main principles is to cross train all these linemen and and uh, move them around. So I'm I'm predicting obviously that they're gonna uh, pick wide receiver and offensive line. Offensive tackle very early. And wow, that's really going out on a limb, I know. Um, Daniel Jeremiah also thought that, that would uh the NFL network draft analyst said that would that would be um uh what what his prediction would be for early on in the first two few few rounds. Wouldn't uh, again, I don't think the Chiefs are gonna trade out of the first round. I think there is a little bit of pressure with this so much of an event in Kansas City for the Chiefs to have that pick in the first round, but I could definitely see them trading up. Um, that's the, especially the Chiefs don't really have any, many needs. What are they going to do with all, last year? They had so many spots to fill. We talked about the secondary. We talked about receivers, you know, this year, there's such a complete team. I really see, I, I really, I can't see them um, trading up to be trading out of the first round. So it's uh, going to be interesting Uh to see here, um, but I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say they actually do pick the first round, and I think they I think they take a receiver uh, early on. I think in the first round it's going to be a wide receiver, which of course means if you're betting on, bet online, don't pick a wide receiver because that's what I said. It's totally going to be wrong. Uh, it's also interesting. Most most of my time there will be spent. The Westin is right next to Union Station. That's where all the interviews are. That's where the media workroom is. There's going to be 17 prospects right now are slated to be there. So a lot of the guys, you know, Bryce Young, uh, the prohibitive favorite, he'll be there. But a lot of the guys, you know, past that 17 won't be there. Um, so it'll be interesting to see which guys are the guy I have earmarked to, to interview that I'm prepared to kind of write a story on along with what the chiefs do. Uh, Jalen Carter, very curious. A lot of people think he's the best talent in the draft, but he had a poor workout. Uh, he, he didn't even finish his pro day. And of course the very uh, pressing character issues. Uh, he was involved in that drag racing incident uh, that, that actually led to a death of, uh, another Georgia player. So how far does he drop? Does he drop at all? The Seahawks have been uh, rumored to be interested, or do they go quarterback? Uh, this might be, you know, they signed Geno Smith to a big deal, to an expensive deal, but, you know, if Anthony Richardson is available, I could see that too. So anyhow, Jalen Carter is going to be, is there, I'm very curious to to hear what he says, how he addresses these uh, character flaws so a very exciting week here uh guys sorry joe didn't didn't make it but we're going to be back here to break it all down i'm going to share uh, all my anecdotes what i've seen at the draft and the draft experience and the interviews um with the with all the players getting drafted and and those interviews that i mentioned uh andy reed isaiah pacheco and travis kelsey so thank you so much for uh, joining us. And if you enjoy the show presented by Bat Online, please subscribe. We're available on your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week.
turn that Sky Moore had that really set us up for the uh, for the field goal, along with uh, Patrick's uh, out of bounds penalty, uh, or you know, or or kind of uh, you know the actually the Harrison Bucker field goal that he you know had to kick with you know little time left on the clock. I, I think for me, I'd like to see them keep their name out of the paper. I'm going to end this, Joe, with one uh, cool special teams nugget that I learned. You know, Harrison Bucker went kind of uh, impacted him the whole season. He Week one in this same stadium, he he was carted off with that ankle injury. You know, he, he said during the offseason he was going from 11 yards back and just booming it. But the problem with starting your motion or starting your stride that far back is there's like – there's, there's more room to kind of get nicked up and stuff. And that's what happened. And he's still a little concerned mm. on the turf. Since then, he's been just going five yards back. Most kickers go like seven to nine yards back. So he's going to mm. have that that short stride. Hopefully uh, that pays off for him and special teams. Well, if you enjoyed Definitely. this show presented by Bet Online, please subscribe. We're available on your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. Thanks for listening. And we'll be back next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.